Hello and welcome. I am your host, The Muse. I am a science nerd and explorer of life. I am an artist and a hypnotherapist, a lover of truth and authenticity, of joy and fun. I am here to muse and amuse you. The following podcast is an open inquiry about rejection, emotions, and feelings. I hope you enjoy it and find value in it. I hope it opens something up in you that makes you shift your life to the better. I hope it sets you off on a new path of inspiration and self-recognition. When we give the mind a command for something, if we want to change, it has to be the exact command. So most people don't succeed because they don't know how that exact command looks like. For instance, if you say download the genius of a millionaire's mindset, I am commanding my brain to download the genius of the millionaire's mindset. And the reason why that works, I don't have to believe it. I just have to tell my brain that command. Knowing that my system functions like a computer. So a computer works in digits, in zeros and ones. And if I give the computer an exact command, it will fulfill on that task. If I go around opening other programs first, I'm not going to get what I want. So the same way, in order to create a shift in the brain, in that particular behavior, you have to know, figure out the exact formula, the exact pathway for that particular negative behavior or thought pattern that is present. And by repeatedly inducing it, suggesting it, trusting that it is happening. And when I say trust, this is another aspect that is directly involved with or connected to how much do I trust? Well, what is my perspective? How do I view my life? How do I view myself? For me, what works is viewing my brain, like I said, as a machinery. Because when I simplify things that way, it's not that it dehumanizes me. It gives me an operating system, quite literally. It gives me a language of my own understanding to crack my own code. So... If I want to break into a vault, I have to know the combination. If I don't know the combination, I'm not going to open the vault. Therefore, I have to figure out my own combination in order to open myself up. 
others can give me trials, can try to open the vault, the vault by, unless somebody truly knows your combination, they're not gonna enter the vault. So, how many people have that exact combination of your vault? What do you think? How do you know what the truth is? You know. Only you. No one else. But to get to that level of trust, self-trust and self-knowing, you have to fully be willing to dive in deeper and deeper into yourself. And the deeper you go, you find your own everything that ticks you, makes you tick, that makes you go round, that makes you be excited. When you know that and live as if that matters, that's as if that's the answer, not validating other people, but validating yourself. Well, then you have an authentic life and... You're not missing out. The only way you're missing out or feel like you're missing out or tell yourself on the bed, on your bed, uh, dead bed, that you haven't done everything you want to do is because you haven't given yourself permission to dive in deeper or you continued to disregard your interests and passions. And humans have been doing this for generations and generations. It is time to awaken to your own senses, to your own emotions and feelings, and validate them, understand them, qualify them. What type of action you will take upon them, that's a second thing, separate. You're not going to go ahead and kill someone just because you feel like you want to have them disappear. So if you're conflicted by something you're feeling towards them, the validation of emotions is truly the number one step to self-discovery to self-acceptance, to self-love. The invalidation of it is direct source of depression and that's the road to depression, the continuous invalidation of uh, emotions. Obviously, this isn't new information, but there's always channels of communicating that particular information, and you have to have the frequency to tune into exactly that. If somebody doesn't give it to you in the language, in the same code that cracks open that particular piece in you, 
you're not going to understand that information. Your vault is not going to open. So, truly the moment when you are willing to open yourself up, understand, validate, experience, expand, go deeper into, then you will have the answers for why you're experiencing what you're experiencing. If you're stuck in a situation of life and you can't get out because of a fear, a fear of losing security and safety, then what do you do with that? Well, you can continue to just validate that fear. If I continue to validate my fear, I'm going to continue to experience the same reality because of mirroring. What's on the inside is mirrored on the outside. If I am willing to experience something different, such as security, safety, not through not through the a job from nine to five that you're not passionate about, but experiencing security and safety through another type of experience, through another type of model. What I'm doing right now is I give into a fear in order to experience something. But what I'm also doing is requesting to experience safety and security through a different model. A different model of the world. And if I get to do that, then I'm going to have a different experience of life. Again, mirroring is because internally I have to do it first. And then it will show up in my immediate external reality. If I get to share this with others, then they will show up in my hologram. They will show up to get that message if I am speaking it publicly. They resonate with my message if I'm speaking it publicly. So ultimately the question is, what brings me the biggest joy? What makes me the happiest? And if I have suppressed my emotions for a very long time, I will don't know, and I will not have an answer to this question. I will have to start exploring and see 
what is it that I like? What is it that I don't like, really? Perhaps I like to just be on the road all the time on a motorcycle. Is that really what I want? I don't know. I say I do, but I haven't really experienced it. I imagine that I would. So then the next step would be for me to get on a motorcycle and experience it and see if being on the back of a motorcycle is what brings me that much joy. And if it does, then keep on doing it. If I love yoga, then keep on doing it. If it brings me joy, if it brings me Yeah, if it brings me joy and fun, keep on doing it. Why would you stop? Why did you stop doing it? Why did you cut yourself short from the thing that you love? And this is what people do all the time. They stop doing what they love. They stop doing what brings them joy. And then you ask them, why did you do that? Oh, it was taking too much time. It's not practical. It doesn't matter. That's because the general consensus around passions or hobbies, things to do on the side that don't matter. It's, that's your thing. That's your thing. It's not something that you need to share with the world. Well, is it? Because if you did share it with the world, others could benefit from it too, right? It's sharing. Anything shared has more value, become intensifies. And it creates offspring. It creates more of it. That's why two partners have to connect to come together to create a baby. The offspring is the amplification of two good things come together. Two hopefully good things, right? So... Look and see, do you experience emotions? Do you know what emotions are? Do you know what feelings are? Where do you think feelings are? What are emotions? I'm not going to take the dictionary because I don't have one handy here. That's literally the reason. So I'm going to look and see if I can give a definition of emotions. How is it occurs to me? And I am someone who has been disconnected from her emotions for a very long time and not knowing that I was disconnected. And that's because I, my emotions have been severely invalidated as a child. 
Every time I would express emotions, I would cry, for instance, or I would vocalize something that wouldn't wasn't okay with me. My father would yell at me, would hit me, would, you know, why are you crying? Boom, hit me over the over the neck. So instead of why are you crying and waiting for an answer, he would show anger or even worse, rage and hurt me. Therefore, emotion for me is causing hurt. What would I want to do with that? Suppress it so that I don't feel hurt, right? So I felt I felt something off in the first place, hence the crying, most likely hurt. And then I get hit. So I'm being punished for my emotions and therefore I'm getting hurt more. What do you think an adult will do when they experience that? They will not want to feel emotion because it would be hurtful. And it's not something that you can control with your conscious mind when you are an adult. Because these, if these things were learned as, a, as an infant and continued throughout adolescence, they are so ingrained in the subconscious mind that you won't be able to process them consciously. Probably for a significant amount of time. Like me. Um, the ability to feel others, sense others, would sometimes be present, but I wouldn't trust it. I would invalidate myself. Because I learned that I couldn't trust myself, I couldn't trust my emotions, I couldn't trust my feelings. I was being wronged from my feelings and emotions. Therefore, as an adult, in order for me to experience certain emotions, I had to find ways to be hurt. Because that's what it stopped for me. Perhaps I was aiming for love, but the only sample I had within me was of hurt. So what am I going to go out and attract or recognize subconsciously someone who will hurt me? Emotions are important. Knowing your emotions is important. Validating your emotions is important. Reacting out of your emotions, that can be controlled, depending on what you want to do. But expressing or attempting to express what you feel is the first step that first to yourself and then to the person that you are experiencing the emotion with.
So if somebody you start a you have an intimate relationship you you have an intimacy episode with and you would like to continue that intimacy if you come from a pattern for a sample of hurt which which is what runs the the subconscious you want to create you want to create love you want to create more intimacy you say that consciously however if you don't have the pattern within you you won't be able to so discovering intimacy and what that is for you is this being in relationships and discovering what makes you feel good what gives you pleasure what scares you where will you definitely say no to and why and if you look at all these things without judgment meaning it's good or bad and um name yourself names call yourself names then you are on to a great discovery journey of self-discovery and the more you are seeing when you are hurting yourself and how you're doing it you will be able to decide if you want to continue to do that or not if you decide not to continue to hurt yourself then you will create a new pathway and that new pathway can be called joy fun obviously love I hope this was valuable. It's really important that you validate your emotions. Discuss them with yourself, be in an inquiry, speak with someone about them, your best friend. Feeling shame because you have certain emotions is another big one. Because what you do with shame, you just continue to invalidate yourself. And therefore, you live in a world of, I'm just not, I'm just not good enough. As if truly someone else is better than you. And it lives so true for you that it becomes a solid belief and you carry it and you embody it throughout your life. Again, until you decide that that's not really true. So what perspective about yourself do you choose to have today? And how much ownership are you willing to take over your, the control that you have in your life? It's an act of tremendous courage. And that's exactly what's been happening with people at large 
even now with COVID-19 and 2020, 2021 and what's more to come. The conflict between those who are waking up and those who choose to be asleep is truly about waking up to your own power, waking up to your own self, validating your own emotions, and truly recognizing them. Again, it's not about going out there and shooting people just because you feel like it, but digging and seeing why and in a society that develops compassion for this we can all heal collectively if we choose to continue to wear the masks and be fearful of one another more perpetuation of fear is happening but it's the fear of oneself a controlled mind, controlled from the outside, from the external world, not questioning it, and invalidating the self through the wearing of the mask is because you choose, we all choose to do something that the government is telling us to do, therefore they have the power over us. They know better than we do. It's a complete invalidation of self. And when it's in masses like this, it's huge. Luckily, some people do wake up. But that's why there are so many motivational speakers out there and trainers and coaches and And more are coming and becoming because the frequencies of healing need to be out there and voiced. And those who can relate to the message that you have, they are going to feel validated and therefore they will stand up and rise up with you. And together we validate each other for being solid in our being. We validate the self. Imagine what would happen if we would validate the self as a collective and we would all become one. (laughs) That's ultimately what's there, except that the defragmentation is such an illusion because we are invalidating ourselves and each other. Well, until next time, thank you for listening. I am the Muse. Au revoir.